just a hack. It's just an absolute hack. And he gets his ass kicked by his teammates every week. It's just, you know, it's terrible. It's just terrible. Welcome back to Hack City. Joe DeLeo and Sean Anderson, two former college football players from the University of Rhode Island. Sometime I, uh, sometimes I have to keep Sean on his toes starting the show when he's not ready. Today we're going to be talking about week 13. It's also... Blackout Wednesday for those who observe. Happy Blackout Wednesday. Sean, how are you doing today? Ready to blackout on a Wednesday. That's for sure. Uh, <clears throat> I, well, I don't know. Maybe I'll be more behaved this year. I always like telling myself that. I'll, I'll be a little more behaved, I think. I'm just going to hang out, have a nice, relaxing, easy time. That We both know that that's not going to happen. Why can't it happen, though, Joe? Why can't it? Shouldn't it be possible? <laughs> Because it's just not, man. We'll we'll talk about that at the end. I want to. I do want to talk about the uh, both of our nights ahead. Uh, is dropping shortly after we're taping it on Wednesday, in the middle of the day. Sean, before we get to that though, can you just share with our listeners really quickly where they can head to bet on this weekend's slate of games? Yeah, that's bet online. Last night I had a fun night. I did not gamble last night, which is good. I did not bet. Well, not not good, but it's like yeah. Is that why your night was fun? I didn't didn't feel the urge, so I didn't need to, which is good. And we express uh, the use of responsible gambling. But one of my roommates took the uh, under on the world on the on the record over under line set between the Hawks Pacers, which is at two fifty three. So we were tracking that, and I think the the line kept on getting moved up. It was two eighty six because they kept scoring points. It was a ridiculously high over. So it was fun to track how many points they could score. I think he lost that bet. Regardless, oh. <laughs> it was. A, That's a shame. If if it, it's fun to track people's bets with them, watch their reactions, see how they're doing. If you have an environment like me, it goes good until someone says something, then everyone's at each other's throats. It's fun. Uh, nobody likes to see each other's bets wins. Head to Bet Online today and remember to use our promo code Believe. That's B L E A V for your fifty percent welcome bonus in your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Make fun of your friends for losing bets. It's the best part of betting. No, no, no. You're a piece of shit if you do that. You're a bad person if you do that. Dude. Bet with your nuts, though. You didn't use the... Oh, our slow, bet, the bet, with your, bet with your balls. <laughs> <laughs> bet, that's what it was. Sorry, bet with your balls. Oh, that was a great one. All right. We're going to be talking about Michigan, Ohio State, Oregon, Oregon State. Sean, I want to start us off here with Michigan, Ohio State. I, I think you and I are kind of in the same boat on Michigan this year. I think you and I, I think you and I are going to kind of have the same thoughts on this game. I, I'm just guessing. The parade? By the fact, is that what the, is that what the thoughts are? What do you mean tired of the parade? Just the Michigan parade. I'm a little bit tired of it. Oh, so are you not in on Michigan for this? Game? Uh, the uh, look, I hate to bury it, but I think Will Johnson is going to, take Marvison, Marvin Harrison Jr. out of the game more than I mean, Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to get his. He's going to get his, but he's Ohio yeah. State's best playmaker. So if he's limited to not his true potential because he's got such a fantastic defensive back covering and Michigan just should have uh, uh, Will Johnson on the entire time, it's going to be a more stagnant Ohio State offense. Michigan's looked very bad last couple of weeks. J.J. McCarthy, very suspect. What the hell is going on with the offense? Harbaugh's not on the sideline. There's a lot of really interesting parts. I mean, Michigan's great for college football. This this whole month, month and a half of Michigan, it's been fantastic. They create stories. That's fun for fo- college football. We need a team like that. But at some point, you get tired of the parade, cruising down your street with a new, uh, you know, a new sign, a new band, and you're like, all right, let's get another, let's get someone else going. So let's see if Ohio State can do something. 
See, I actually kind of disagree on the the way that Michigan's been handling themselves because having having grown up with so many Michigan people around me, like so many kids I went to high school with, their parents went there and just nonstop hearing it, being a Notre Dame fan, having it shoved down your throat. Why? Because they had a better program? They were – shut up. They were very pompous and hard to deal with. Mm-hmm. And I think most of it was very unjustified. They were never – in the national championship conversation and they would just talk shit to talk shit. I kind of appreciate now a team you're arguing finds a reason to be mad about it. You're arguing with yourself. That's the thing. I'm not arguing arguing with you too similar. Notre Dame fans and Michigan fans are too similar. That's why you don't like them. That's not what I'm saying. I kind of appreciate, I kind of appreciate, shut up, shut up. I kind of appreciate you're proving it. Shut up. I'm I'm just trying to talk about now, though. And I appreciate the fact that they have this the whole world's out to get us type of mentality. I kind of think it's great. I think that's how you stay motivated. And I think that's how you rally a goddamn locker room. Hot take. I didn't mind what the Houston Astros did. Cheat more. Cheating makes the I'm like, OK, I'm going a little overboard here. I'm going a little overboard here. I'm mostly joking. I just think, though, that I don't think that the whole parade thing is as bad as everyone's making out. There. I agree. Everyone's attacking them. Everyone is attacking oh, them. God. They're not. So for them to not find a way to use it as a rallying point, I don't see why they shouldn't do they that. They should be attacking Michigan because of their schedule instead of instead of this. Like that the it should go back to the schedule more. Sure. Uh but Joe, I do respect the fact that there are things where you could say it's us against the world. Uh Tony Petiti going uh past due process to try to get that, try to try to get Harbaugh done. That is that is a good rallying point. It's less, it's actually their us against the world is less embarrassing than Georgia's because Georgia knows that they're the best team. And it's like seeing the, Oh my God, I saw it again. The there's a, a meme. If you're on football Twitter, where it's a, a picture of a team logo underneath. I'm so, you know, little captions. I'm so excited for the game during the game. I hate my life after the game. Oh, we won. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I saw an Eagle an Eagles one doing that. Not, the Eagles, or the, the Philadelphia Eagles social media account was the ones who posted. You're that. not allowed to do that if you're a good team. You're not allowed no. to feel sorry for yourself. You have a good no. team. You're going to take a couple losses. No one's going to go undefeated. Wait, you but, can't act like it's excruciating to watch the Eagles I, if you're a fan. No, 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 no. You no, can't no, no, act no, no, like no, it's excruciating to watch the Georgia I, Bulldogs. I don't Same think that Michigan's – that's when Michigan's doing No, though. I'm not Michigan's saying Michigan's doing, doing, doing it. I think Georgia does okay. that. Georgia tries to rally. Okay. I'm not saying Michigan does that. Michigan has – uh, uh, what do claws or, or whatever to be uh, to be upset. They have, they are justified in being upset because they did have every coach that does the same thing barking at them. And they do have a commissioner of their conference that was out for their head coach. So you can be upset about it. It's less embarrassing than Georgia's. So I can't agree with you there. I appreciate you pulling a me and making up a completely new phrase. Do cause. That's a good one. Um, to talk about this game, I'm sorry. No, you, you know what? You catch me. At, you catch me once I haven't a show. Yet. I, I, but now you, I'm taking them when I get. You've it. turned my. You've you, you've turned the antenna on. All right, Good I'll be luck. very diligent. Good luck. I've had four cups of coffee. It's only noon. I am diligent. Welcome back to the East Coast. Talking about this this game though specifically, I'm actually surprised by your thoughts that you think that Will Johnson's going to take. Marvin Harrison, not out of the game, but hold him down a little bit better than some other corners have, I, I think is what you're when saying. When I say that, I, I think Harrison's going to go for, and I said this on CFE, the exact line, seven catches, 80 yards, and a touchdown. That's right, which is still a great line for a receiver, but Will Johnson's a very good DB. 
My my big thing though here, I think that Michigan's secondary hasn't faced a challenge yet, and they they looked a little shaky last week. But what is really should be concerning for Ohio State fans is the battle that you have coming up against this defensive line for Michigan. Last week when the secondary was playing poorly, they were propped up and saved by that pass rush getting after Talia Tagovailoa. And physically, Talia Tagovailoa is one of the best improvisers in the conference. Is he a good quarterback? Absolutely not. But he's one of the best quarterbacks in the conference of roaming around for a few play, for a few seconds if guys are coming at him and then either throwing the ball away, getting into a dump off, something. He does that every single play. They consistently got to him. Like they consistently rallied, played really good contain. And they got his ass down. Now, who's playing quarterback for Ohio State? It's Kyle McCord. Kyle McCord is not anywhere near, near the same level of athlete as Talia Tagovailoa. Yes, he has a more consistent quarterback than Talia Tagovailoa, but he does not have the wheels to get away from that defensive line. I think it's like a five-sack-plus game, and I think that that is what is going to be the defining factor here. There is going to be a really important third and long or third and short where they either get a big sack or they come downhill and they get a big stop on a rushing play. They might even get a strip. I don't think Kyle McCord comes into this game and throws any interceptions or, or really has a messy game in that way. If one quarterback does that, it's probably going to be J.J. McCarthy yeah. who makes the stupid throws and turns the ball over. But there's just going to be one play where Josiah Stewart or Mason Graham comes just blowing past his guy, ripping the ball out. That thing's going to be on the ground, and that will be the tide turner in this football game. I think the quarterback matchup in this game is incredibly interesting because Kyle It's incredibly terrible. I'm going to be like just blunt. But go ahead, sorry. It's interesting because Kyle McCord started as mediocre and he has improved throughout the season very gradually, uh very gradually. Literally game to game, he has inspired another 2% in confidence. I'll give him for the Buckeye faithful. That's yeah. fair, which is good. Then you could say, all right, our quarterback, our quarterback's fine. He probably won't lose us the game. Not a bad mentality to have going into it. I think the Ohio State fans are more confident in Kyle McCord than Michigan fans are in J.J. McCarthy. At least I would be. And I oh. am. I am. Tra I have more confidence in McCord than McCarthy right now. Tra One would think that, but I'm telling you right now with the comments that have been on Rafino and Joe this week, I'm telling you right now that they have no lost confidence in J.J. McCarthy. Do they think he's going to go no. out and tear this team up? He um, No, just a lot of excuse making. I've noticed like, oh, he's been hurt. But then it's it's like if he's hurt, then, you know, why why would I suddenly be confident in a guy who's banged up? Can't it's do it anymore it's weird. It's typical Michigan do it anymore behavior. with him or the Michigan fans. If he was a Heisman contender, he would have proven it. We know who the contenders are. If he was a great yeah. quarterback, he would have shown it. If he was a dude that you're saying, oh, he's going to go out and clearly outduel Kyle McCord, I would say that. It's not going to happen. He's not. It, Enough of look, this. Stick final to the thought on Michigan this. Michigan narrative. Final thought on this. Michigan wins if JJ McCarthy doesn't turn the ball over. Ohio yes. State wins you know what? I'll give you, I'll if give Kyle you McCord is sacked less than four times. That's how I see this. And it, it, like this isn't a quarterback battle in the in the truest sense of 
who outduels the other because both of them have their flaws. They both have very clear, very, very glaring flaws of when they've played their worst football, it has cost them or almost cost them. So what I'm getting at here is it's whose deficiencies show up the most. This is good. This game's starting to get so predictable for me. It's the standard game. Really? They're both. It's going to be, or at least in the locker room, it's predictable right now. Or the game, like I can see the coach's room. Hey, we know what it's going to be. Mm. It's going to be high 30s. It's going to be cloudy. This is the rival. All we have to do is get three yards of carry. And we both, and we have a running back. And this is both coaches' rooms that are saying this. We have Travion. He can do it. He can go out and get us this game. Okay, we have Corum. He can go out and get us this game. That's all they're saying. They're going to try to take the ball out of the quarterback's hands as much as possible. I can see it. How'd you know the weather? The weather was exact. You nailed it. You said high 30s. It's going to be 38 on Saturday. Of course. I'm doing my research. Well, well we you. always are a weatherman. Well, I am not a weatherman. The the CFE guys are weatherman. Weatherman. But, Sean but also, Anderson I mean, the, the Ohio State-Michigan game, it's, it's always high 30s and cloudy. Always. Historically. Yeah. All right. Oregon versus Oregon State. Um, I think on paper, this game sounds like it's going to be close. But for me, and I also saw, I also saw somebody – it's kind of like a narrative going on right now on, on Twitter. How is this a 13 and a half point line for Oregon over Oregon State? I tell you why. Because Oregon State beat them last year. And I'm telling you right now, Oregon, with their season on the line, is probably pissed off and looking for revenge. That, to me, is why I think that this game could be lopsided. It. Oh, Joe, I'm so worried about Oregon overlooking Oregon State. I don't think Dan Lanning is the coach that would do that but they know how tight this race is right now and they need a little magic with Washington faltering or they need to beat Washington in the Pac-12 championship game. There's so much going on right now that there's somebody in that building that's looking towards Washington right now. They shouldn't because Oregon State's a team that no matter what their record is going to try to punch you right in the dick. That's what they're going to do. And they like doing that. They are a team that wants to take your season from you. They're a team that wants to hit you hard. And I respect the hell out of Oregon State for it. Oh, uh, Oregon vastly more talented and they should win the game by 14 points. Vegas is not wrong with the should, but the would and the why is where they're going to mess up on this line. I think Oregon state covers that 13 and a half. I know we're not betting, but it's a pretty good analysis to build off of uh, uh, with that Vegas line. Oregon state does not play for the spreads. They do not care about the spreads uh, and Oregon better not be looking forward to to Washington next week. They just can't. They need to focus every ounce of energy they can against Oregon State because that's what Oregon State's doing. That's a good point. I think that if this thing is close, it is because Oregon is overlooking Oregon State. It's it's very possible. Right now, they're reading every single headline. Onyx Heisman. Back to off champions. There's a chance for the playoff. They're, 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 right. There's opportunity for them to keep their season going. And they know what are they rank six? I think they're rank six right now. Yeah, I believe that they came in at. If six. I'm Oregon, so they're the highest ranked. They're the highest ranked one loss team currently. And I'm not even on the Oregon head coach. I'm not landing. But if I'm an Oregon guy, I'm sitting just naturally. I'm sitting here like, all right, we're six. Florida State just lost their quarterback. We play Washington again. That's what that's what my focus is. It, it, that, that's just where my my natural state of get to the playoff, get to championship goes. And it's not, it doesn't, I didn't mention Oregon state. We have to play them this week, but I didn't mention it. We just go out, go out, handle business, just win the game. And they might win. They'll win the game. They'll win the game by seven. They'll win the game by 10. 
I think it's going to be a little more lopsided than that. I it think that if well Oregon's locked I'm not in, locking in that they will, but it very well could be. This is this is right yeah. up in the air for that cover or not. It's a true jump ball. I'm staying away for it betting wise. Oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't touch this thing. One thing that is kind of fun that I'm paying attention to. So Mateo Uyunglele is the younger brother of DJ Uyunglele. He is a defensive end for Oregon. He's been getting a little bit more playing time as the end of the season true freshman, very talented recruit. Got a sack last week against Washington State, and I, I think it might have been in garbage time. I think it's it's kind of fun to look at this and that possibility that Mateo could completely blow up his brother. I, I don't. I, I need think to see DJ it. gets. I think and, DJ gets the stiff arm or the evasion. Older brothers just have that. They just have that on the younger brother. That's a good point. I, I really don't. That's I think point. if it is a one on one, DJ gets out of it. And I, I'm not I, to write this I agree here. with that. I think he does. That's a really good point. I also the my wishful thinking here i just want to see mateo blow him up i think that, that would be so funny if he just comes screaming off the edge unblocked someone miss, messes up or something like that he's got his back turned he just completely blows him up. i wish i could be more into it joe i wish i could but the kelsey's have have made me not you know Whoa. they've annoyed me to the bro- of, about the brother thing and i always liked Jason Kelsey, and i was never i was Wait. never out on travis kelsey uh, but it, it, the, the media has crushed it into the ground. So I, the brother's shtick, I'm out. I'm out on. This is why I think it's more entertaining because normally brothers are, you know, they're both physically built the same, typically come from the same athletic genes. They usually play some iteration of the same position. You know, you get how come your guys that play defensive end. Because I didn't start playing hockey very early. I didn't play, start playing as early as he did. Mm-hmm. My point is, is that it's usually defensive ends or defensive linemen. It's usually uh, they're both tight ends or one's an offensive lineman, just like you talked about there with the Kelsey brother. The only other one I can think of is the Sewell brothers, where Noah Sewell was a linebacker and Penne Sewell was uh, a tackle, but they were on the same team. Yeah. So we have an opportunity here. Santana and Tenoris were both uh, wide receivers. I can't. Oh, I guess the one good one that we have is Trevon and Stefan Diggs. That's probably the best one. But oh, this, oh what about really the Edmonds? Other, man. The Edmonds linebacker, running back, safety. Yeah, but I don't know. I think that this is like a real. Oh, oh no! Uh, there, there's a lot of good stick potential. I think uh, you know, no context, and and sickos are going to be all over it. This isn't. This yeah. is something that they're going to be covering heavily. I think it's way more exciting if Oregon wins this game. Def- with style points. I think it's super exciting if they win it definitively because Oregon state has the respect. Nobody is saying they're not a good team. And if Oregon can win like, like, I don't know, 40 to 13. Holy hell. Do we have a race? Do we have some decisions to make on who to let in? And it makes the PAC 12 championship way better. So if I have a rooting interest, just for, I mean, obviously watching Oregon state, in the last year of the Pac-12, beat Oregon, who's leaving for the Big Ten. Like it, it's it, it, that would be uber satisfying, but for this season specifically, way more interesting if Oregon blows them out because of the the fallout that will take up take place next week. All right, betting picks. Let's get after it. Uh, first up, by the way, actually I have to say here, um, mm. current standings. I'm sure 22, 16, and one. Well, you could. There is a lot harder of an ability for me to mess up the math on this because it's three picks a week, okay? I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Well, it's three picks a week. Unfortunately, it only took one. Again, we're going to talk about this with the FCS thing. I 
told you I'm going to add up all the things and I'm going to find all, the, all the picks. You mean the numbers? I'm, I'm going to add up all the numbers you and call I'm going to find out that things. I had one. That's why you should I'm going to find out that I had one more correct than you did. And I did. I gave myself 87. It turns out I had 88 right. It only takes one, Joe. It only takes one to get the accusations. It only takes one football player to bet on a game for it to be pandemonium. So I'm sorry. I, even if I you weren't technically shaving from points, it. you know, that potential is always going to be there. You have labeled yourself as Fine, you're going to do the, you're going to do the math next season. Deal. I, 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 I'm, I'm offering that. I'm not actually offering. Actually, I'm I demanding. Don't know if I want you to do your, I'm I don't demanding know if I want you to do that. You're going to do it in a fucking notepad. Like you always do. You used it. Like when we did the betting picks for, oh, I for couldn't write it point. down. I couldn't, I can't write it, it down. It was, it was mush on a piece of paper when you kept track of the betting. Joe, picks. It, how was it? I actually, it, the problem, wait, wait, the problem, the biggest problem here is if you do it on a notepad, I have no way of checking. Look at this. You. I got it all right here. What all right here? All the numbers, everything I need, all the picks from what this was an old gttp uh uh week okay but i don't have a way of verifying that information if it's correct because you're doing on on a hard piece Ask of paper that only you have access to i made everything public it wasn't that public when you tweeted it out that was a closed link that you tweeted out i opened Stephen it up in the reddit the, the Reddit. Yeah, that's embarrassing too. You got uh, you got people uh, offering to help you with your bookkeeping. Whatever. All right, let's get to these picks. By the yeah, way, uh, whatever, you're I'm seventeen, sure. nineteen, and three. Uh, there is no way for you to come back and win this thing. Um, I've done I've done the math. Even if I go in three and you go three and zero, oh, there's no way for you to win after this week. But doesn't mean we can't try to finish on a high note. My first pick is Clemson minus seven versus South Carolina. Clemson, as much as it pains me, has been hot lately. South Carolina is a dumpster fire, and I think that Clemson is going to smoke them in this game. Makes me nervous. Uh, I think South Carolina won it last year. Uh, this one just makes me nervous. Clemson's a weird team this year. Clemson, I've stayed away from all season, betting-wise, because they they don't know who they are. Uh, I, I mean, honestly, they're a better team than South Carolina, and they should win by seven points. Uh, but I'm staying away from it. Not a terrible pick. Not a great one, in my opinion. My first pick, uh, UCLA giving nine and a half to Cal. Their offense can't score that many points, but go ahead. Can Cal's? Thank you. Worse offense, worse quarterback, worse coach. So Chip Kelly still fighting for his job. Uh, uh, only rumor that he's going to be out. So if I'm sitting here, yeah, hey, Dante, let's go put up 30. Let's go do that. And we're going to win, and then we're going to win by nine and a half. I like it. I like that line a lot, actually. Um, uh, I'm, I got sorry, I got really distracted. Oh, so Ryan uses the, shut up. Ryan uses the Streamyard to uh, record some of his stuff. Uh, I don't think you noticed what I named this recording. Yeah, I did. He just I did, but I'm a pro, and we'll just discuss it after. Ryan texted me and asked, "Why is there a a recording labeled what you labeled it?" Um. Why don't you and tell him to gonna, jump in and check it out and see if see if it's what's is advertised? <laughs> That's disgusting. I didn't name it. You make a lot of you make a lot of betting picks that you're a much more seasoned better than I am. But you're a you much worse season better than I am. You're a much more seasoned oh, better than there's I no am. Rush. 
but you do not know how to bet college football the way that I do. UNLV minus three. UNLV minus three versus San Jose State. San Jose State is fine. They're a good team. But UNLV has been one of the hotter G5 teams in the country this year. I believe that they're going to that, – that's, that's an easy three points for them to cover. That's fine. You better hope that you – better, you better hope Cordero don't pop off on your goofy ass. You better hope. Uh, we'll see. Because you know where he comes from, Joe. You know where Siobhan Cordero comes from and where he has learned. The book of Adrian Martinez, and they don't care about your spreads. They will mess it up. And, oh, I, I will fade you in real life. I will fade you hard. Do in it. Life. Do it. Because when you steal my Do picks. It. Yeah, I will. I can't. I'm when I, when you steal my picks, you mush them. So go ahead. Fade me and give me some free goddamn money. You are the ultimate mush jinx loser. My second pick, Colorado State giving five and a half to Hawaii. Pretty simple. Colorado State, good offense. Uh, better team than Hawaii. They're at Hawaii. That's concerning. The only concern is that they're at Hawaii. Now, it's not Albany playing at Hawaii. I know, you know, you're shaving a couple hours there. Still, Hawaii at home, dangerous for the spreads, but I think Colorado State is a better team, and they don't have anybody on Hawaii that can cover the Colorado State wide receivers. That one's fine. Uh, Yeah, that's fine. Uh, My last one, Syracuse minus two and a half versus Wake Forest. Wake Forest is okay. Uh, I think Syracuse has been pretty uninspiring, but I love the trend. I, I would actually like to know the statistics of it, the frequency of teams covering after firing a coach. Um, when you've got a winnable matchup like this, for some reason, there's just this weird, weird juice that teams just get that they're like, all right, we got to finish the season strong here. People would think that teams would give up, but usually it's the other way around where guys rally, they play for each other, they play for a team. Guys, let's finish this year strong. You know, anyone who's trying to look for the portal, get a win here, go go jump to a new, uh, bigger opportunity, have a good game. So I think that Syracuse covers minus two and a half. Ooh. I just can't bring myself to bet on a fourth-rate ACC matchup in the last week of the regular season. See, you're not I a sick fuck like I am, man. You're just I, can, I can bet on the G5s all day. I can, I can bet on whatever. A, a third, fourth-rate ACC game is way more despicable. This is where I make all of my money, by the way. Betting on Mac this is, where I, is way better than betting on, on ACC. Oh, it's just, I can't watch these games. I can't, I will not. My big game picks never go through. The mid to low tier ACC games, easy money. And then the mid to low tier G5 games, easy money. I'd rather watch the worst XFL game of the week than Syracuse Wake Forest. And I'm being yeah, like, shoot honest. This, <laughs> There's no chance I tune in. My final pick, Alabama giving 14 and a half versus Auburn. Auburn sucks. Hugh Freeze, goofball. Alabama, more better. Joe Ugh. sneezing during the segment. Look. I didn't I didn't do it with the mic on. No, you didn't. I almost did. Alabama fighting their asses off. They are fighting their asses off to make this CFP. You don't think Nick Saban's going to be pitching all week? He is going. He's. We just beat Auburn by 28. Yeah, that's what he's looking to do. The mastermind knows he needs to beat Auburn by, with by bite by 21 or more, and they will. You don't know the Iron Bowl if you think that that's a good line. To take. That's, that's a, a risky fantastic bet. line. That's a risky I understand. Bet. I understand. But Auburn just lost to New Mexico State. 
I don't know, dude. We'll see. You're not going to we'll tell see. me it's that Auburn, you one. can't, you can, nobody's going to look me in my eyes and say Auburn uh, keeps it within 14 and a half. I think Bama smokes him, but that's a big line for a big How much, rivalry What does like smoke some mean by? What does that mean? I think that they cover the 14 points, but I think you this about is a hook? risky bet. I just think it's risky. I, I think it's risky yeah, because yeah. it is a rivalry game where weird stuff yeah, Those rivalry games are, are tough. You're a, you're a piece of garbage. You're just a big piece of garbage. You stink. Do a show with you. Your meltdown uh, at the end of the FCS show was made me laugh all night. You said I hate yeah, got doing this a lot show. of comments. Thought I it was hilarious. <laughs> I don't need. Sometimes the question why I still do the show Keep with you. Your books um, other thoughts heading into the weekend. Um, my Wednesday night before Thanksgiving plans are already crumbling. Oh, one no. idiot friend. Fr- yeah, what, what, what? The one friend who. Like, I think I like hanging out because the, the rest of my friends are have don't have their shit together. Those are the only ones that are in town. The one friend who does have his shit together, who's in law school, sure. missed his fucking train. He missed his train. So now he's not going to be here. You know, we were all planning to meet up at like four or whatever. Um, that's not happening now. So now I have to go meet up with the rest of the crew. Uh, these idiots don't know how to make plans. I'm like, where do you guys want to meet up? They're like, let's hang out in your dad's shed because they know that it, they think that's funny. They think that's funny. Your dad's shed? A good bit. Yeah, they do the thing that you would do, which is go into the go into the garage. That's what they mean. And it's really organized. So last year that we went in there, we're just chilling. Like there's a TV in there. We're watching a game. We were waiting before we decided to go to one of the bars. And these two idiots... The two non-normal ones that I'm forced to hang out with tonight, just them, were going around just picking up every tool and, and piece of machinery that they could have and just like, what's Good. this? Good. Oh, they should. Oh, what is Throw this? it out of place. And it's like one of those things where like I was sitting in a, in a lawn chair and I'm just like have my back turned and, I'm, and I turn around and I'm like, what are you guys doing? It, they're the, the types that can't be unsupervised for – an extended period of time this one of the individuals one time we got thrown out of a party um i didn't even come with I like him it. i was They're at the party dad's balls that's great he, he wasn't there so they were busting my balls but this one friend one time we it, this was uh in college we go we went to a party this dumbass was the only sober one of the group he drove and he decided someone had his this girl's parents had a gavel and like these marbles on the side table in her living yeah, room. Good. He takes the oh, gavel and the marbles and starts smashing them with the gavel. So he gets all of us thrown out. We're not even in the same room as him. And he's the sober one. This is what I'm dealing with oh, tonight. That's a fantastic move. Joe, that's great. Why didn't you bring I don't have much room to, to talk because I, I want to hang out with these dudes. Go places. These are who I want to hang out with. <laughs> They're not. Where was your dad at the night before Thanksgiving? You guys weren't having any Last family year? time? Yeah. Well, I'm the one who's abandoning family time. They they all are they're all usually all together. Like they're all having pizza and stuff. Oh, at, um, oh sure. Or, at one of the night the step family establishments in your town. I'll say this about Joe's town. I can't believe he what? made it out. What a bag of terrible. Shut the hell up. Joe Shut really up. made it out of a dump. And I gotta give Shut him props up. for it. I know I make fun of the West Coast. Walking through that town, like walking through the 1940s, 
just shut the hell up. And I think the town was built in the, the 1800s. If I were to wager, it was. It was. Yeah. It was one of the oldest. It looks it. It looks like it. <sighs> what are you getting up to today? Oh my god. Uh, nice family and friends dinner uh, in Old Town uh, at the place where we, I actually took you to get pizza when you came down here. No, the place. Uh, it's um, <laughs> gonna enjoy some bruschetta, some peronis, and then uh, I guess just party. And we'll, we'll just see how the party goes. Um, I have I have no plans. I'm not talking to. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know if I want to see people. Like, like, like it's like okay, oh, cool. you, you meet like two or three people, right? That you haven't seen in a couple years out at uh, in Old Town in Alexandria. And like, oh, that's cool, man. I haven't talked. Oh, you, oh, you graduated. You know, okay, all right, awesome. All right, you get you you have that a couple of those is nice. You're like, all right, cool. And then it gets really old really quickly. And I'm like, oh, my God, the only thing to do is to drink, you know, a dozen Budweiser's. And then uh, if I need a chaser, a Michelob, whatever, however the night goes. But it it should be good. I'm sure I'll be a menace uh, just destroying the pantry at my parents' house yeah. uh, uh, later on, because that's been the tradition in the last couple of years. Me and my family go out. Uh, we have a nice night. We go back raid the kitchen and watch Seinfeld until we all fall asleep. And that's, it's been, that's a, good, it's been a good little tradition the last couple of years. And I'll actually take a video, send it to my uncles because I never, you know, as a kid, I, we would all meet up in, uh, in Tennessee, my grandma's house and I would have uncles and it's the only time I'd see them, but they always like stayed over and they always had like a, you know, they're drinking Heineken's and have a great time. I'm like, this is weird. Why are the, why the uncles stay over? And I'm like, Oh, now I get it. Now uncle Sean staying over. Uh, and then uh, going to just be a menace. I can't. It, it should be okay. It should be a decent night. I'm trying to stay behaved. That's the best course of action for me. Uh, I'm rooting for you to get into a Staying fight. out of the MGM should be priority number one. And I, But when I go to Old Town, I can see the MGM from Old Town, and I end up at the MGM. <laughs> I'm going to call you at 3 in the morning, and you're going to be like, hey, I'm at the room. That's very possible. That is a. I'm going to be so fun. mad if I call you. It sounds you in, so in fun, Joe. Joe. Joe, now I'm thinking about it. No, it doesn't. It sounds like a blast. At Joe DeLeon, at Sanderson Radio, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back with more. Hit that subscribe button. Enjoy your holiday. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.